and welcome to Cruising for a Reviewsin', the podcast where I get a friend to watch a Tom Cruise movie they've never seen before and then review it with me. I'm your host, Cara Westworth, and it is part two with Lauren. Hey, hey. Part two of Collateral, I should say. Oh, uh, well, sorry. <laughs> Catalog. Catalog. <laughs> the IKEA assassin is back from He's part two. crankier than ever. <laughs> I just want my Skellig. Uh, <laughs> I hope that you all have listened to part one. Otherwise, none of those jokes would make sense. And also, you have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Uh, so, yeah, we're continuing on reviewing Collateral 2004. Tom Cruise is an assassin and Jamie Foxx is a cab driver who's uh, been brought into this fucked up situation with this assassin. It's pretty rough. Is he an assassin or a hitman? Or are they the same thing, really? I think they're the same thing. Is it? Is that just like a sort of like who's on the better side of history sort of a thing? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just, I think an assassin implies that perhaps they are like government trained and, but a hitman mm. is more, does it on his own? It's, maybe? it's just, you know, look at the end of the day, an assassin is just a hitman who thinks he's fancy and that's all you that's need it. to know. <laughs> that's Which it. Is definitely that's it. what Vince is. He is oh, a, definitely. A fancy pants hitman. <laughs> just because he's Tom Cruise in Tara Westworth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the fanciest of pants. Ooh, la all right. So, so next stop, they go to a venue. So basically, Max has to redeem himself and redeem himself. He needs to go get the information that Vincent lost when he egged the suitcase up over the bridge. And <laughs> obviously, Vincent's like, I don't want them to see me. So they don't know who I am. So you're going to go in pretending to be me and uh, good luck because you need to get it or I'll kill you or they'll kill you. Whatever. Just go do it. And yeah, so Max much. is thrust into this fucked situation. Oh, it's a rough time. But he's also thrust this situation at a bar that I low-key would go to? Yeah. Like a club? It was like everyone was wearing cowboy hats, but it was obviously Mexican, like a Mexican club. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I don't know what it is, but it's like I wrote El Rodeo. I'm not sure if that was the name of the club. I feel like that's the sort of thing I would write down, but I could be wrong. But it's it was like an essential, like, essential, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a Mexican, like, cowboy club, but obviously, like, it, it also had some, like, grungy back alley sort of deals going on. Which doesn't um, seem like a thing you'd see in LA. I don't know. Like, hmm. I have I've been to LA music. once and I was there for one night and it was awesome. I saw Steel Panther. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. Like, I just, they were, they're just really funny and silly. In hindsight, also incredibly misogynistic. Hooray. But they're embodying, um, not, uh, what is it, like 80s hair metal, like, unfortunately. Yeah, it it's it's a strange time because it's like, okay, like obviously a tangent earlier on in the piece, but like when you start parodying time, that period of time and that era and everything that embodies it, when does that parody blend into you just embodying that? Yeah. Which is what yeah. I was separate. Like I, I get why people like Soul Panther. I just can't get on board because. The weird time. I think that's yeah. why I liked the darkness because they kind of embodied that, but also weren't like. Yeah. God, I used to love the darkness so much. Okay. But anyway, so they head here and Max is like freaking out and sweating bullets once again and also he's been told by Vince pretend you're me and it's like it feels like a miracle when he gets through that door like yeah, oh say Vince sends him so get all the information he kind of gleans from Vince too is like he's been doing it for six years and that's it mm. so yeah he goes in pretty much blind has to go into this club and find this person by a certain name and has to get the information and I actually really like this thing because at first you think he's not going to do this he's so nervous and like he's talking and mm. the guy he has to talk to is Javier Bardem like you're like what the like all these actors who you wouldn't expect are just suddenly there and quite small parts. Who would I know him from? Because I'm really bad at actor names. Uh, No Country for Old Men. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, I think it's a noir, so maybe you don't want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right, right? Um, Yeah. What about, what the fuck is he in? He's a Bond villain. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I've I've probably seen more Bond films than, is he, he's a Daniel Craig Bond Bond villain then, for sure. The best James Bond, yes. Oh, so good. I mean, like, you don't, you know, to Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) He was a good Bond, but as soon as Daniel Craig become Bond. I was like, oh no, this is it. Oh, yeah, this, this is it. this is more fun. He's a little more grungy. So yeah, he's um he's played a couple mm. of really good villains, and I don't know what else. I'd have to have a think. But anyway, Javier mm. Bardem is in it, and he's another bad man. He obviously, I think they tell us, or do we find out later? I don't know. It seems like Javier Bardem's character is actually the one who instigated this whole thing. So it's like he's yeah. 
look at he's going he's going to be indicted for something very bad involving drugs and he has paid vincent to go and shooty bang bang all the people who could put him in jail so (laughs) he's yeah you think oh this guy is going to be fucking shot to death killed immediately but max Mm -hmm. like kind of just does like this full 180 or 360 even where he goes from being like really nervous and he's like suddenly super confident yeah 360 yeah all the way around no no a 360 is too far back at the beginning beginning. 180 180, you got it no no never never doubt yourself I don't know. You had maps. it right. <laughs> or angles or directions. I don't know. What I just know Tom Cruise. <laughs> Is it not Tom Cruise? Then I don't care. Don't you ASMR me, mate. <laughs> but anyway, so he goes 180. And yeah, no, it's amazing. It's like it's, it's like at one point his fight or flight kicks in and then it becomes the fight. And you see mm. that he decides to get his shit together in this situation. And like there's he's like standing around. Like it's him talking to this boss guy and all of his like fingermen standing around. Like mm. one stuff to sort of pull a gun and Max is just like oh you're trying to threaten me and he remembers that it's like he remembers that he has the upper hand and that he is supposed to be a trained assassin so Mm. it's really neat to watch that like it was a really cool little character he's like you know if you this guy who's behind him's like this guy doesn't put his hand up his gun I'm gonna like shove up his ass kind of thing so he actually (laughs) uses all of (gasps) language he does oh my god I didn't even notice that that's fantastic he totally does though wow because he says like you know it's all cool it's I Ching he says all this stuff that confused him when Vincent said it but he just repeats it in the exact right way Mm, 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 and mm. explains to him it's like I had a tail I had to throw them off and that meant I had to get rid of all the information unless you want this whole thing blown wide open and everyone's like okay I'm I'm sorry here's a USB with all the information because he's like do you know how this information was get and you lost it you lost it and he's like yeah and then it's when he does a turnaround so yeah it was really cool like seeing Max become big shy nervous boy to like Oh fuck this! No, I'm I'm a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Do so, this and also, way. yeah, like trying to also get his own back when he stands up after he gets the USB and is like, "Let me offer you a discount on Max on like on <laughs> on Vincent's behalf." It's like if you're gonna fuck me out up so hard and make my life a living hell, then let's do a 25 percent discount. Hell, let's make it 35. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I was like, "Oh, like that is just so shitty." Vincent's gonna so be so mad. You know, so pissed off. So so good. <laughs> I totally want to go to that cowboy bar though. Yeah, so it was um, so cool. Because I'm a cool dude and I thought I was going to LA in like, I don't know, two weeks' time. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I actually looked up where uh, all the, because a lot of films aren't really filmed or set in LA anymore. Like Speed mm. is, and yeah, not a lot. So this is one of the only yeah. ones Tom Cruise's that is really, really set in LA. And yeah. I looked up some people, there's a couple of dudes out there who've done really lengthy blogs. They found every single location so this place is real i don't know if it had the same oh. name then and they showed google maps and they said it well, actually now it's actually kind of in like a little shopping area shopping center area mm. and it's now there's something built in the way so you can't see it from the street but yeah they should oh. so through a place i don't i don't know if it's a mexican cowboy bar so Mm-mm-mm. be interesting to know if i ever get to go back to la i will check it out yeah for sure when i went to america one of the things that blew my mind the most and i i went to america maybe when did i go it must have been five five or six years ago and it's the only time I've been what blew my mind about it and I'm certain for folks who have traveled there as well will agree if you are a movie fan the fact that you can just walk into a store and see like a beer or a candy bar just things that are in the movies mm. is like so mind-blowing and the thing that killed me was the fact that they had Circle K's in America and that's from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure oh. which is honestly speaking oh, of which we were mm. going to Pasadena in America and San Dimas is just, just a little <gasps> bit further on San Dimas! I know I was like yeah. I'm going to go there and just scream Wild Stallions in the middle of San Dimas Wild Stallions! <laughs> well, Until I yes. yeah. Maybe one day. That was another one of your, your big loves like Tom, Tom Cruise obviously now but Keanu Reeves like, Keanu Reeves has been enduring ever since I saw Speed for the first time he's also a very kind person yes. it's really nice it's I, I try and back kind horses you know what yes. I mean like it's it's really nice when you find out the celebrity and like a love. genuine uh, kindness not like Tom Cruise film star <laughs> kindness, which I'm sure is film star kindness like we just the thing is you just don't know yeah with Tom Cruise like yeah. you just don't know That's I'm 90% that. sure he's he's an, an alright dude but Keanu mm. you like straight up you're a good dude straight up you're a good egg just like I think Henry Cavill is also a pretty good egg I think it's a lot of stuff he's naive about he's very nice. he's from he's a small town been... in Wales so like yeah but he also he paints Warhammer my husband paints, paints Warhammer. My husband also paints Warhammer. And Who could have believed that we are married to Henry Cavill? <laughs> 
this whole time. We just put Peter and Ben together and you have Henry Cavill. The Henrinator. <laughs> be, those two together would be the right size to be Henry Cavill. Like, I whole definitely like the, the hulkiest person of all time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I low-key like want to message Henry Cavill on Instagram and be like, yeah, my husband's better at this than you are. Like, <gasps> What if you get blocked? <laughs> yeah, block me, you fucker. No. My husband's Warhammer painting is way better. <laughs> no, Henry. <laughs> I like your big guns, but what the fuck is this hot mess? <laughs> Was it really bad? No. no. No, it was great. I'm just being an <laughs> asshole. Like, I, I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you the grade of Warhammer technicality that is, and like, Ben Peter's. shows me his and he's like, oh, it's a bit shit. And I'm like, it looks great. So like, what? So That's a fib. I think that Ben likes to, like all of us do, look down on his own work and be the mm. hard, like, harshest critic because, like, Peter, who is downstairs right now painting Warhammer, is like, <laughs> oh, man, Ben's been pumping out some good shit. Like, if he says that, it means it's good shit because Peter himself holds himself to a high standard yeah. of like what he thinks is good and what isn't. So I wonder who yeah, so Hen- you- I wonder who Henry holds himself up to. It's probably Tom Cruise's Warhammer painting. Oh my god! Honest. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine he paints. He, he he paints while he runs with his really nice posture. <laughs> <laughs> it's really messy, but it's got a certain technique to it. Like it's, it's an artistic flair. <laughs> oh, I <can> hope. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I was wondering what, what he was doing during quarantine. Like, what does Tom Cruise do? Just works out and. Oh my god! I don't know. Likes, like, he likes works movies, out. So practices his posture. I don't know. Well, Calls Cher up snacks. for a fling. You're like, hey girl, <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> it's the time. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're 14 minutes in. We've barely <laughs> talked about this movie. That's a classic. Fuck. Okay, quickly, let's finish. Let's finish this podcast quickly. Fucking... 14 minutes. Got... <laughs> <laughs> um, I still have one whole page of notes. Quickly, for fuck's sake. All right. So when what are we up to? Um, oh, I was going to say I like the fact that there's multiple nightclubs in this film. We'll get to the next nightclub later. Oh no, but there has been two so far. So there's been like one jazz bar, which mm. is a nightlife thing, and then there's this one here, which is uh, inspired. Yeah, so cowboy dive bar. Um, yeah. It's all yeah, good. So, oh, okay. Now I've got some good bits coming up. All right. So this is back in the car now. Yes. Like he's managed to get through. Oh no, lies because there's a shootout. Oh no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So lies, pies. Okay. Sorry, spoilers, everyone. But yeah, no, he he manages to get through that. Um. Uh. But also r- Ruffalo, mate. Yeah. 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 Fanning uh, actually finds out that the feds actually have. Uh, are doing something to do with this case, mm. with what's everything that's going on. And I uh, say, so yeah, Fanning meets with the feds. Um, mm. He actually sees a beat up. So they're actually surveilling that club that Max goes into. And they're like, mm. just, just record that. Like, who is this black man move, going to a club that that's not the normal demographic that goes to that club? And Fanning finds out that they've actually got like this big case against him and they've got their eye on Javier Bardem, who's obviously the one mm. who's going to be indicted. And as they're watching the footage, he notices a cab sort of parked around the corner. And he's like, Ugh. what is that cab? And so they zoom in on it and they also zoom in on Max and they hear him say, my name is Vincent. And so they're like... Yeah, they use some sort of like magic equipment that I'm not sure it fucking exists. No, not in 2004. You know, like what it's like, what is it they do that they're like, like enhance? Yeah, enhance. Like, <laughs> and then suddenly... Yeah, triangulate, blah, 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 blah. enhance. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> this is fucking bones technology. <laughs> Doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they've um, now they've suddenly like I think we've got this guy. So they've worked out that okay, there's this big case, and he's now you know this guy's indicted. This guy who is a witness has been um, possibly killed. We just don't have his body yet. There is the criminal lawyer has also been killed. So yeah, obviously Ooh. we need to go get this next guy, and they figure out so they're going to beat Vincent to the next uh, next venue. Meanwhile, Fanning's also like, I don't know if it's him because they actually work out pretty quickly. This is, he looks like the guy who drives this cab, but maybe it's the actual assassin and he's picked a guy. So they're like, no, 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 he's just, the real cab driver's dead. This guy has picked a cab driver looks like him to, you know, play the part. All a bit too convoluted for, uh, but that's, Yeah, sounds about, yeah. That's the feds for you. <laughs> oh, those guys. So yeah, so the, uh, the feds actually race off to go to this nightclub because they find out, they're like, okay, we need to forget the next person who's probably the victim and they work out he's at another nightclub on the other side of town in downtown LA and Fanning's like no 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 I don't think this is the guy so he actually races ahead he's not 
meant to go because he's not a fed. Mm, he races mm. ahead because he doesn't want this Vincent or Max to get killed. So yeah, we get to the next the uh, next nightclub. Um, oh, but there's some dialogue in between that. I can't remember what it is. I think this is when Max finally calls him a sociopath. And the only reason I know that there's more dialogue in this part is because I very vividly remember Peter whispering behind me the words, I love Tom Cruise's face. (laughs) (laughs) While we were watching it. And I was, I just remember laughing so hard. And there's also like this thing where, um, oh, they talk about like mind reading. Like you can't read my thoughts. And so like Tom Cruise is sitting in the back and they're having this conversation about like, you don't actually know how people function effectively and you can't read my thoughts. It's just his confidence and guesswork. And basically Tom Cruise gets like this super thousand yard stare and it looks Mm. like he can read your thoughts and it's like, oh no. And then Kara, Creed starts playing. No, it's not Creed. It's fucking. Is it Creed? Who is it? Audio Slave. It's Audio Slave. It sounded like a fucking Creed song. No, I no. Was like, no Chris one Cornell, knows what Chris, it's like to be the Chris Cornell rules. <laughs> Chris Cornell rules, man. I don't okay, like. I'm really much bad alternative at, music, but I, I really like Audio Slave. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know much Audio Slave, but I laughed because I thought it was Creed. No, it isn't I would, Creed. Good. I would have kickboxed this movie into the ocean if that had been fucking Creed. <laughs> and they say that a hero will save us. A shiro will save us. Not gonna take me away. No, because they uh, no. they see Audio Slave. Thank goodness, because that's when I was like, when was this film fucking made? <laughs> like, I mean, the the old Nokia's. Is it Nokia's they're using? No, Motorola. They're Motorola's. I'm oh, glad I remembered that. <laughs> yeah, who loves a flip phone more they're than the fucking Motorola flip phone? Thank goodness. And they because... see a coyote crossing the road. Oh, which I don't know if it has anything to do with like Max said the reason why to the cops why he had a big smash in his screen and blood was because he hit a deer. And they're like, a deer in a that South part of LA. Central deer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? They say South Central? Yeah, I don't remember, but they were like, oh, like in this neighborhood, what the fuck? But the fact that there was wildlife out at that time of night was kind of like, oh. Which I uh, looked into and apparently to the um, native folk who would have lived in this area. Oh, I don't know if I said Navajo. I can't remember. Mm. But basically to a lot of Native Americans, seeing a coyote cross your path like that is bad luck and you should turn around because whatever whatever goes on, you're either it's going to be bad. Like it's your own journey. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Oh, wow. Because I didn't like, of course that's shorthand for Australians that we would just not understand at all or symbolism that we just would not get. But if that's more ingrained, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Neat. Yeah. Like I I like that song, but it was a little bit jarring. Creedy. It's a bit creedy. creedy. Sounds like creedy. Yeah. How about you? (laughs) And they say that a hero says, Tom Cruise will blow you away. Jesus. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, so it's like a it's like a bit of a montage of everyone like quietly traveling to this nightclub, like no one's talking. And mm. while uh, audio save plays, they go to a very large nightclub. So they all sort of get there. I think Max and Vincent get there just before everyone else. And also mm. uh, Javier Bardem has sent some guys to keep an eye on Vincent. And if anything fucks oh, fuck, up, they're going to right. shoot there's him so as well. So much going on there, bloody dog. <clears throat> so yeah. this massive, which is the biggest nightclub I've ever seen. Like it was like oh. massive, and it was. And I don't know if you picked this. So it's an Asian American nightclub and it was playing like yeah. this really sort of low, uh, what did I describe it as? Low, like really low key dance music, like really lo-fi. And I'm like, that, oh. look, I don't know if maybe this is me stereotyping, but as a general rule in downtown LA, I don't think that's the kind of music that would be playing in a club like that. And I obviously they've just filmed it with no music because it's film and Michael Mann's like I thought that play, as well actually I'm gonna yeah. play this music it's really it's really cool music and it's like that is not the music that does not fit in at all when this yeah, yeah like, it felt it felt kind of weird doesn't didn't it yeah, yeah. What, I think I wrote something about the music because like, oh, the guy who's nah. the next victim is Korean and which mm. means it's probably in Koreatown which is in downtown LA so yeah like I'm sure there are probably dance music clubs that people in that area go to but I just it didn't it was obviously Michael Mann who has no idea what people yeah it also felt like a very early 2000s track like it hardcore felt like an early 2000s track and that's that's unfortunate because I think that probably dates the film a little bit yeah 2004 I was actually going to ask you when this came out but you said 2004 yep yeah which doesn't feel that long ago until you think about it and it was so long ago I was that was 16 years ago I was Four years out of high school. You I was still 15. in high school. I was oh, still in fuck. high school. Yeah, yeah. I was a child. I didn't graduate until two thousand and six. So Christ yeah, I know. 
Jesus Christ. I know she's a baby. She's a she's baby. Thirty. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, it's um. It, it. I felt like that dated it a little bit. Once again, yeah. I love all the clubs in this because I have like. Well, that's. I guess like shortly after that is when I went clubbing. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. know when I where I used to go? I used to go to the beat. Oh yeah, I was gonna in, say the beat. Yeah. The beef shop, and I used to go to Fortitude Valley. Is it still there? Yeah. Fuck yes. I think this is um, the first time I, since it's been opened that it's actually been closed. Oh, of course. Um, we used to go to the beat, and we used to go to um Faith. Do you ever go to Faith? No, I I followed the Facebook, and I always wanted to have <sighs> no one to go with, so I never went. Faith, Faith for everybody who doesn't live in Brisbane, <laughs> uh, was like the golf club, and they used to do fortnightly. They would they'd run like I think once a week, and they'd, Faith was like their trad golf night, or sort of like an all rounder, yeah. and they'd also run Love Cats, but everyone just called it Faith always. Love Cats was their eighties golf night. Yeah, but I used to show up to that thing. My friend, my old housemate, used to wear purple camo pants. Oh, that's amazing. And disgusting creatures we are. We used to play wet willy tag on the dance floor. You know, lick your finger and yeah. I know what that is, and that's why I'm making the face. <laughs> yeah, you can make that face. You can make that face all you want. Next Hang time on, I see you, I'm gonna, it... I'm gonna chase you around. You do, I swear to God. I'm yeah. come cruise running out of there. <laughs> yeah, as if. <laughs> I know I can't run like that at all. Yeah, I'm so old on my knees. <laughs> oh, I'll have you, Westworth. I'll have you. Bit of Brisbane history for you all. That is. I used to go to Club 299 as well. Mm, I used to go there. Did you go to Club 299 It's an oh, R&B so club now. Shit. And it's really Really? Shit. Yeah. It used to be a, um, it used, when I went, it was a, an alternative club and they had a light up dance floor and it was the fucking best. They still have a light up dance floor, but they've actually cleaned the place up because that place was, was grubby. It was so super grubby and my um, friend at the time was a photographer there and I used to photobomb all his photos. Like, yeah, there are photos of goths like making out and I'd be in the background going like just pulling a horrified <laughs> face. <laughs> Nice. I didn't. Uh, photobombing was new. It was an <laughs> exciting thing to do for hey, the I, internet. So. I still enjoy the odd photobomb, so I cannot. <laughs> Thank goodness you can photobomb my my photos any other time. All right, where were we? We're almost at the end of this fucking film. <laughs> we're, we're getting there, guys. We're inching our way slowly. To the end. <laughs> Let me now, just stop and tell you some Brisbane nightclub history <laughs> off the back of this. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> anyway so they, they go through they're walking through vincent and max and they can see they like vincent can see his victim at the back through like to the crowd mm. and he's like there's obviously gangbanger korean dude who's like sitting mm. there in this big suit looking with two girls looking sleazy as and mm. you know directs max to go to go ahead vincent mm. takes down the body he sees all the bodyguards for this guy around and he like oh, takes yeah. and there's this amazing where he like kicks the guy's knee from the side and just it snaps oh, and oh horrible amazing. amazing yeah oh that stresses me out so hard but also <laughs> like if you want if you're into that you gonna snap my knees tom cruise oh <laughs> please snap my knees <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> it's like, oh doesn't even hit me and I like, they crack and fall off. There's a little flick. There's a roll. Those ankles are going. She's rolling. Oh, so <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I um, he shoots as well. And like, because it's so noisy, like, they don't, and he has a silencer on. People kind yeah, of yeah, aren't aware of what's going on. Lots of fighting. And then mm-hmm. the uh, Javier Bardem's bad guys are there. And all the cops are there. And it's all. And so oh, Fanning actually intersects. Yeah. intersects Max and he's like oh Max is like I'm not Vincent I'm not Vincent he's like no 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 I'm going to get you out of here and Vincent's mm. being attacked from all different angles and then my favourite thing in the whole world is when he's like gets disarmed so he loses his gun gets knocked mm. to the ground they're rolling around and he manages to pull out a knife and stab a guy and then oh. he does this thing where he grabs a gun and flips over and like shoots between his legs and oh yes Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Ben, oh Ben, yes, fantastic. <laughs> I love this. is probably my favorite part of the whole film, to be honest, yeah. because it's it's this film is a bit of a slow burn, and then this having a major action sequence. I mean, that's what I really enjoy Tom Cruise in. If yeah. he's not a vampire, I want to see him in a major action. Busting sequence. fucking chops. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, so good. So it's really really fun to watch. Yeah, and of course everybody starts freaking out because everyone yep. starts firing as well. Yeah, so and he, Fanning, he ends up like he ends up mm-hmm. killing the witness, and meanwhile Fanning yeah is getting Mac 
Max out of there. And mm. Max is like relieved. He's like, someone believes me. Like I'm, cause obviously this is going to be pretty hard to be like, Oh yeah, I was just pretending to for, for the assassin. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be very relieving Sounds to be not, taken yeah. out of there and by someone who believes you. But as mm. it gets out, see bang, bang, bang. And old mate Fanning is on the ground dead. And Vincent is standing at the cab and being like, come on, let's get, let's get going. Come on, let's go. Like, let's go. No, before we get too far ahead, when he does kill like the, the mob boss inside this club, I laugh so hard, obviously not at death, but at the fact that he shoots him and then, so Vince like shoots him and then goes, like his posture comes back and yeah. then he just strolls on out of there. Did you notice that transition? No, like, and, and, bang, bang, bang. Uh, and now I'm Tom Cruise and it's like his little posture comes back and he strolls on out. Like it's so amazing. Peter, Peter and I rewound it a few times because we were like, <laughs> look at him go. And now I'm Tom Cruise. It's so good to watch. I'm it's going such, to go it's like really subtle, again. but it's, it's very Timothy. Oh, oh Timothy. Timothy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, his next victim has been killed and poor sad Bax has to keep going because he was that close, oh, that close what to getting a... out of there. And Fanning oh, didn't deserve to fucking out. die. Like he was just no. doing, he was going above and beyond. Like the feds were meant to take Care really of this, was. and he was doing his job. That's a bit of yeah. a bummer. Yeah. So, yeah, they're zooming off, and the, <laughs> Vincent's like, You're alive. I saved you. What? No thanks? Like, <laughs> are you fucked? Are you completely yeah, fucked? You, uh, you got a bit of a. Mm, that's a time. You've got issues, mate. Yeah. So they like, have to zoom off, and I'm uh, like, Oh. Another fun fact. So they told Michael Mann was like, okay, when you drive away from the club, we want you just to mm. sideswipe the cars as you're going out. But I don't know if you notice, he just fucking rams into them and like, whoosh, and like, and hits oh them. yeah, like it's like a more of a like stressful, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's hardly a sideswipe. It's definitely like a, it's a miracle that car is still running, sort yeah. of thing, after he so, hits it so hard. Jimmy Fox said it was just because that, the way that car handled, he couldn't get it to turn enough to swipe up. So he crashes and like they do it. And apparently, so Tom Cruise is in the back, unrestrained. Hmm. Like, he hasn't got a seatbelt on. Oh, no. And they do that. And he's like, oh, my God. And stop the take. And he's like, oh, my God, you're right. And Tom Cruise is apparently laughing in the back. thought it was great. And yeah, yeah. They, everyone comes running over. And they're like, Jamie, you okay? He's like, before I even finish saying yes, they're like pushing him out the way and looking at Tom Cruise. He's like, he's a, he's a billion dollar guy in the back. Like, Oh, this. my fucking God. Thanks, guys. That's so fucked. It's like, Jamie, you're... Uh, sh- <laughs> Tom Cruise, you okay? And Tom Cruise is like, ha, 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 ha. What a jolly time. Yeah. I'm a man who does my own stunts. Bloody da, what a funny day I've had. Just oh, fl- flips out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you're a parkour. Out of there, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Off to Ikea. So <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I really like the LA backdrop because it's a little bit of driving from here on in. And empty LA, I think I have a bit of a love for empty city streets because it sounds weird, but it reminds me of growing, like growing up and having my first year outside of, of home was at Brisbane. Mm. And at midnight, you can just walk around that city and it feels really safe because yeah. there's just no one around it's mm. really kind of it's really kind of pretty but yeah i wonder how if la is ever like that anymore like i feel like it's probably going to be pretty mm. busy all the time now yeah when i was last there driving there was never not gridlock traffic oh, even in the middle of the night wow. bit of a bummer bit hectic yeah that sucks. uh so yeah. At, th- at this point this is where um max is like really upset that fanning is dead he's like you didn't have to kill him he had fucking family and children like and now he's gone because for what he's the only guy that believed me and max actually actually calls him a sociopath at this point not just heavily oh. implying and he's like what are you like you were, bet you were like an institutionalized kid and has a real goal with him and like kind of reads him really well and which is another you know, oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. this is this is definitely the point because it yeah. felt like that was like a huge point but there's so much car driving i think it's blended in yeah a little so bit he actually has a really yeah. solid go which actually you can tell is upsetting vincent mm-hmm. so vincent actually gets really mean and is like gets well, shook yeah what the fuck are you doing still driving a cab and like gives gives him more of a lecture and like you are you're one of those guys who talks about stuff and never does anything and you, you're gonna live and die and wonder what happens sitting at your couch watching tv when you're 80 years old being really mean and horrible and max kind of is like yeah i'm i'm done with this hey i i don't care what happens to me like fuck you dude so yeah, you're the fucking worst but also he's also been not just doing it for himself he's also been doing this because Vincent did actually threaten to i'm gonna if you don't do this and i'm going to kill your mom on the way home like oh yeah that's it that's it yeah like he's there's been some threats made now that a person who is close to him has been yeah. introduced like yeah it's that weird upper hand that tom cruise has throughout all of this he's out yeah, going he's actually just saying and then he's out speeding up Vincent's like slow down and he's like just speeding and speeding and speeding and this guy knows what he's doing like he knows all of la he's zooming around because he knows everywhere to go he obviously has some a plan because he's zooming around he goes through red lights like red light keeps going and 
Vincent holds a gun to his head and is like, you need to fucking stop. He's like, what are you going to do? Kill me? And then we both die? Like, get fucked. You're not going to shoot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Max is taunting him really, really badly. And then it's just like, fuck you. And then just hits the curb and flips that taxi the flips fuck that over. bad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just, it's just like, he, it's stick a fork in him. He's done. Mm. He's fucking done. He's so cooked and so done with this bullshit and done with threats. And it's like, how many hours has it been of this fucking mm. psychological torture of watching people get murdered and then having a high tense scene where he almost got the opportunity to escape and has to be thrown back into the same yeah. situation. And gets, and then continues to get lectured by this dude. Like, oh, this fucking crazy person. Yeah, it's great. It's really, it's, it's really good movie. Like, ah. Uh, looking back on it yeah. so um, yeah the, yes the castle they both survive it's fine vincent has a crack at max and max is like whatever they hear siren so vincent just books it he's actually lost his gun in the process and he's left everything he just bolts mm. so max is there he's like okay cool no worries cop comes and says oh you've been in an accident i'm gonna help you immediately sees that there's a dead body in the boot of the upside down cab and mm. goes to arrest max and max is like whatever put me in jail i don't care i need to be i'll be safe at least but then he sees mm. the laptop that vincent has been looking at upside down the back seat and the next victim is da da. It's Annie. It's Annie. Oh, it's new potential girlfriend. Oh no. Um, and I suppose it's like this weird thing as well, where it's like Vince's t- chats have sort of gotten through them. So he's now become an action man. Like yeah. it's not about being the person who you talk about you want to be and what you want to do with your life. But yeah, no. Now he like, oh, okay. Well, this is someone I really care about, and I wasn't even going to call her because I. It's implied that he wasn't going to call her because he was too chicken shit, and yeah. you know, just didn't want to take any risk. But because because it's now this life-threatening situation, he's decided to take action. So it's like like weird, like them bouncing off one another mm, and yeah. having an effect on your life, even though you're a huge piece of shit. Yeah. It's like this unstoppable force. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, gets away from the cop, handcuffs the cop to the thing and it's like, oh, it's a life or death situation. But he also tells him like, I'm going here, call the police and runs off and nicks someone's Motorola flip phone, which was- Oh uh, boy. And like, if, like for this guy who's like always obviously law abiding and is very sensible, he actually like holds a gun at the guy and it's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's right. It does. Yeah. Oh, eat shit. No, give me a Motorola. It's worth at least 30 bucks. And I was thinking about 2004. Like, mobile phones are pretty new for us in 2004. Mm. In America, mm. America, we're like kind of late adopters to mobile. I guess the general public. Oh, mate. I didn't, have a, I didn't have a mobile phone until I was 16 years old oh, because wow. that's when. Yeah, I know, right? But I was also like, that was 2006. It was the last year of high school for me. Yeah. So it was 2006. That's fair. Um, so 16, 17. I got one yeah. my first year out of high school. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, that would have been roughly same, same, yeah? Uh, 2001. Yeah? Lauren, I'm quite 2001. old. 2001. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness me. <laughs> I'm quite old. And oh my, was okay. it a fucking brick of a phone? Like, what did you have? It was a Panasonic something. It was like, it was the size of a fucking, a tall can of beer. Oh my God. It Mine was, was a Sony ericsson and uh it was not a flip phone i didn't get one of those until way later and the flip phone i did get though motherfucker it had the bar this bar across it it was a white sony phone and i could fit so many phone charms on it like nice. the phone charms were bigger than my phone it was oh yeah I, I got to that point and i'm like yes, oh, yes. look at how many uh-huh. i have on you yeah it's nice mm, kawaii till i die <laughs> yes <laughs> so good all right so we're moving on um uh max is like oh shit the girl i like is potentially going to get assassinated, assassinated by yeah. total dickhead and he's running to the office block so, and yeah, also he, calling her he's at trying the same to run, time. bring her and he can't get through because it's 2004 phones suck and there's no charge we have to like run up to the top story of like a car park building and he can mm. actually see her building really clearly uh he's ringing her and he finally gets through to her and she answers and she's like what this is what why are you calling me this is weird oh, what is and this? he finally he takes him a, a little bit of time he gets through to her and because he knows all this information like he's listened and heard all this information about different names involved and so she's like oh my god and he's like oh my god i can see him through the window he's in her office but she's actually two levels up doing research and yes yeah so he's in the same building now and when the phone dies max is like okay i guess i gotta go down and save her and sees that that's him with like key cards but he yeah yeah he, he, he stole we find out later he stole from the um security guard who he, who he yeah. yeah yeah oh. it is everywhere and i heard like How the dare. first time um max fires the gun is to like get into the building and he's like throws a bin doesn't work and he's like reluctantly like cringing as he's trying to shoot the window to get in because <laughs> like, uh, oh, like, he doesn't really fire a gun throughout this so he, he yeah the safety off he's like 
Fang, yeah, further proving that this poor guy is way out of his depth. And um, he gets in. Uh, Vincent actually works out where she is because he sees the phone and can, one of those BR's office phones where everything lights up. So he can actually... Oh, that's right, because it shows you what floor, like where yeah. the connections are through. Yeah, 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 the lines, totally. So it's like, aha, uh-huh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, no. And he does this thing, and it's... I think I've used it on my social media previously where uh, Vincent goes and smashes all the power box thing and... Oh, yeah, he, like, he like goes and fucks shit up so hard. So yeah. the phone lines are cut and everything, and... There's all sparks and everything. It's a very sexy shot of, uh, of mm. Vincent. Oh, yeah. Uh, just causing chaos everywhere he goes. And so now she's like crawling around desperate. He gets on that floor and she can see him and she's freaking the fuck out. And mm-hmm. he finally backs up into a corner and he's about to like shoot her. And then our hero, Max, turns up. Yay. No, you don't. And Vincent's like, what are you going to do? You're just an idiot. And he's like, am I? And then shoots him. Shoots, almost shoots his ear off. So yeah, like, like really like grazes that cheek. Yeah. yeah, it's a really gory shot, actually. It's it's yeah. very splattery. So he gets fine. They, they bolt off together. And did you notice the bit where Vincent like runs through the broken glass and he actually tries to jump over a chair and falls down? <gasps> I wrote it. I wrote office chair in big letters. I laughed so hard. I even rewound it. I was like, ah, we should have <laughs> stopped double now, Tom Cruise. <laughs> fucking stacking it off office chairs like a drunk idiot <laughs> I, was like, I laughed really hard but that just I don't know obviously they would have taken so many takes because Michael Mann apparently is relentless with taking takes really take. and also did you know this film is almost completely shot in DV digital video, digital video. I was gonna say actually I was gonna ask you what it was shot on because I know you yep. film nerd because it's really grainy yeah I think that's for the night shots and I thought that was and also the fact that it doesn't have a lot of static shots it has a lot of, um, it's almost shot freehand. So the reason why I mean? he did that is because film, you got, what, 10 minute reel? So mm. it's really takes a long time and is a real nightmare. So he can get lots of continuous, lots of good continuous shots, millions mm. of takes, much to the chagrin mm. of his actors. Also, DV works better in low light. So the only, oh, oh, the film bits was mostly like the last nightclub because yeah, yeah. it was actually really well lit and DV doesn't work as well in really, really bright lighting. So these film for oh, that. that helps like tone down the yeah and, yeah. and make the consist the continuity of the um yeah. of the lighting and, and mood of the shot. Oh neat neat. Cool. So, so when he falls off that chair office chair, there would have been a million takes, but Michael Mann was like, No, I like the one where he falls on <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Tom Cruise get an injury. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Excellent. Not, not the only film that Tom Cruise falls over a chair in in War of the Worlds. Uh, Tom Cruise's character oh, trips over a chair. When does he fall over a chair in War of the Worlds at the beginning? When, at the beginning when the lightning's going crazy and they're outside and they run inside uh, in terror. Yeah. And he there's like an outdoor chair and he like caught up and stumbles and falls oh, over it. You know that War of the Worlds is one of my favourite Tom Cruise films. It's a bang. I watched it like two days ago. It's so fucking, it's so, so good. I watched it on a flight and every time I watched it, it stresses me the fuck out and that's how I know that I love it because every emotional beat, it fucking absolutely nails. Have you done War of the Worlds yet on this cast? Nah, nah. I've already seen it so I can't do it but fuck, it's such a banger. God, it's it's so, so good. It fucking rules. Uh, If you haven't seen that, we'll be reviewing that. Uh, They they get out, they escape with Vincent pretty close behind because of that blog I've read where all the locations, so they go down and they're like, oh, we're not going out in the street. They go back to the train station that train station is nowhere near that building but they is that train station in melbourne because it looks like melbourne central train station it no, drove no, me it's, crazy it's, it's like just a ma- one of the main ones in downtown one LA. Main mess. yeah yeah neat okay because i was like what the fuck is that yeah so yeah they quietly kind of sneak onto a train and it just is about to pull away and vincent is like okay there's two trains which one would it be and he's ticking over and of course he manages to pick the right one and like this is amazing uh... leap over the tracks and like yes. comes in the back. and that looked That's like so tom cruise like i mean it would be but... he does his own stunt it was it was but that was incredible. Him. That was a, a huge leap, like meters and meters, and then just lands on his feet. And like my feet hurt just watching. That. <laughs> just watching that. Like you know when you jump my... off a swing and you're like it kind of jars your feet a bit, and you're like, ah. Oh, ah, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I I do not have the capacity to that. No. Yeah, no way. Yeah, hell, that is a man. That so is a man in his late forties, and I am not even forty yet. And I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm thirty, and I'm like, Peter, can you get me a knee brace from work? <laughs> It's just getting a little achy. It's because I've been on my couch for three weeks fucking doing fuck all for COVID. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, thanks for COVID. 
Turning us all into boneless slugs. Oh, it's true. All I want to do is be like good at cosplay and arm wrestling. And like, (laughs) what are you done for me? Nothing. I don't know when it happens, but they do a massive super zoom in on Tom Cruise's face. And I laughed at that too. I I think it's through the window. I think it's like through the window because it's like yeah. sort of like like on his face and I laughed really hard at that as well because it felt like it was just over dramatic compared to the rest of the tone of the film. But at the same time, Tom Cruise's face. I'm here but for it. I can't Very be I can't it. be too mad at that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, on the train. Uh, fun another fun fact about this. This was all green screen because Michael Mann had very specific ideas of what he wanted to show in the background in the windows. Oh, them. that's so, fair because otherwise you have to reset. Like, and where the fuck do you get a train that's yeah. willing to do that unless yeah. you pay thousands or hundreds of yeah. thousands of dollars? And you're still, you're never going to get all the right scenery in the background on the one train nah. line. So like, yeah. No way. So that was all uh, green screen. So they're on the train. Uh, like they try and get off and they realize Vincent's like stepping off watching to see if they get off to shoot the shit out of him. And oh, that was really stressful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. A couple of people on the train who seem nonplussed by everything that's going on. <laughs> it's true. It's like, it's essentially like a, a, like a chase down the entire length of the train. Um, and they're like, and, oh, LA. Oh, LA. Yeah, nobody cares, remember? No one cares you're going to get on a train. I don't know why, but I have the note here. Oof, super bastardy. <laughs> so I must have done something a bit sexy on that train, like been a bit bastardy. I think, I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh, because bastardy is like the shorthand in my house for holy shit, how hot was that? <laughs> like oh, I he was I super was. mean he was super mean and i was keen is <laughs> like how that translates like nice fucking hell. Well, yeah, he, yeah. i don't remember what it was though he's essentially just like taunting and then he mm, finally catches up there at the very front of the train and these trains are obviously aren't run by people they are automated trains i guess because there was no one driving is it. that a thing i think so because why would that's the train keep that's... going like when all this oh, shit's happening yeah shit yeah, yeah. so not even trains my only in experience are automated well it's my only experience experience on L- with LA trains it's not being on them is the movie Speed and that had a ah. guy driving it so I don't know I, I'm guessing maybe you know, is anyone from LA listen to this please tell us because yeah. we do not know your, your train network just fun fact also it's a Long Beach train in case you're wondering and Long Beach is oh. generally heading south towards Disneyland in case you were interested. oh oh very important fact <laughs> for us Disney nerds for sure yeah he taunts him they catches up and it's basically at that point where Max is like I gotta do something like this is fucked if i don't then we're all dead anyway so he just steps mm. out and starts shooting and vincent is shooting as well and oh, lots of bang bang and they all were standing there looking both shocked and you're like what happened and then you realize oh max is fine vincent has been shot he's not fine yeah and he's i don't know what you'd say he is he's just kind of like oh fuck i guess almost quietly accepting of it i guess yeah. yeah yeah there's like a yeah it's it's neat actually because i mean like he's someone who doesn't really um have any sort of opinion or real attachment or emotional responses probably to death so the fact that it's his own death sorry i sound like i'm a fucking lardy da film nerd but that's what i got from this it, it's almost like the fact that he's now encountered his own death is not a huge deal yeah i mean yeah, has, how weird. has he rationalized all these killings for so long it's like it's just another joe blow dying like so he's mm, probably like mm. okay well you know i was in the game for six years and now it's my turn kind of thing and he, like, yeah, he sits totally. down and like he's bleeding in the chest and max just kind of comes and sits by him and is just like looking at him yes it's cross room yeah it's like it's sort of that weird like almost like a strange camaraderie or i guess that's max's empathy yeah because he's he's the most empathetic character and annie even comes and sits there too and i think vince has a few last words his thing was Um, like he just repeats a story about the guy who gets on the mta and dies and (gasps) i notice that's right Ah, and, then he just, and then he just puts his head down and dies quietly. I wrote slow death lol. Because <laughs> he does like a little huh, huh. And then his head just falls. <laughs> and I had like, I had a little giggle at that because it was once again, those, it was such a slow burn film, such a weirdly dramatic little moment. Like yeah. it made me giggle. I was like, ah, yeah, cool. Also he died quite hotly, which no surprise there. No surprise. And, like, yeah. They, and they just yeah. kind of like get off the train and that's it. Like, they just get off the train like, okay, yeah. Is that the end of the film? That's it. That's it. What a film. Yeah. What a time. We got there. And I'm you really see the train keep going and you can see like the silhouette of Vincent on there and they just, yeah, walk off the train. Yeah, that's it. The film 
wasn't about whether he got caught. It's about comeuppance. I don't know what it's really about. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's a character piece with lots of stuff going on. So it just, yeah. I think it's just about, yeah, Max learned a lot. Like he had went through the worst experience he's ever going to go through. And, but mm. he also learned some valuable lessons along the way. Yeah. Came at the expense of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, I thought I'd quickly talk about some of the making of, because I watched that immediately after. Um, oh my God. Tell me everything. Tom Cruise refers to himself his character, Vincent, as a silver fox, which made me lol. <gasps> oh my God, I no, can't you, believe it. You can't talk, say that you are a silver fox. Like, it's That's true. my job. That's <laughs> us. That's, that's the job of your thirsty fans, Monsieur mm. Fox. <laughs> yeah, what else? Things like, say they all, Muckleman, he sort of talks about how, he said, I've never really worked in film. Like he, apparently Muckleman used to drive cabs, so did his dad and his grandfather. Oh, wow, that's crazy. So wow. He has a connection with cops. So he made like Jamie Foxx go hang out with LA cab drivers for a couple of days and he made Annie hang out with this couple who he said these are just like who I imagine your parents would be and he made them all go do this stuff that was pretty wild because yeah. he's like I don't have a lot of film experience so I just do things the way I think should be done so he wrote yeah, no, that's... huge big backstories Vincent was from um, where was he from did I write it down I think it was like yeah. from a very small industrial I think it's the same hometown as Michael Jackson actually and ah. they yeah he did, knew everything everything like everything that shaped him so yeah that stuff he said in the cab was actually true that he came in from an abusive family he was in foster homes blah 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 mm. uh, because they had the entire backstory and they did like proper proper weapons training with an ex-SAS dude and oh wow um, yeah. even Mark Ruffalo did even though he never fired a weapon but just so he would hold the weapon properly kind that's, of thing that's a Henry Cavill like ho- um, put a bunch of swords in his house just yeah. so it was comfortable like yeah. it's, you have to have a certain amount of comfort comfort especially yeah. in a film that is more about the actors and the characters. Yeah. yeah. And also Jamie Foxx, they made him do so many driving, co- not because he needed to learn how to, like he did like stunt driving, but also mm. just you need to look so casual, like you've been driving for 12 years. You can't yeah. be, because he's like, he got in the first time was doing that old fashioned, like turning the steering wheel too much. They're like, can you please Oh my that? God. And yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah. They made, I bet they made him drive so fucking much. Yeah. yeah until uh, he got super comfortable. Wow. So they showed all that sort of stuff. Really fun. But the thing that I really enjoyed was obviously all the training they were showing Tom Cruise training fighting mm. and everything and it was a good sexy time wearing sweatpants a lot which was interesting oh my but god you know, yes I love a cash man know what they filmed before this what did they film before this Last Samurai so he had his Last <gasps> Samurai hair oh, hair and beard so hot in that one. Oh my god the only thing that makes that film even better is unfortunately he gets outshined by how hot Ken Watanabe is and I'll <laughs> never stop talking about how attractive Ken Watanabe is he's probably one of the most attractive men of all time like like, what the fuck? Oh my god, last time I was so fucking good. Oh. <laughs> So, so yeah, so when he's doing all this training and stuff, he looks like the last samurai character. Oh my god, I'm watching that. And I was like, like just, oh. just to try and perv at Tom Cruise's junk through sweatpants. Eh? Yeah. And also with a bit of long hair. Like, let's be honest. But yeah, holy shit. Oh yeah. my god, that's it was a it was a good time. So yeah, um, but if you <laughs> have access to the making of and the behind the scenes stuff, it's actually really interesting because Michael Mann doesn't make films like other directors, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun and interesting. That's and really Michael neat. Mann's yeah, so I fucking passionate about what he does so it's, it's all very cute oh, honestly the passion can sometimes get you through yeah like yeah if you've, if you've got the drive then your brain starts to work out how to make that happen and that's that sort of drive is just so important oh, when it comes to having creative vision it's yeah. really nice because it energizes the rest of the people around you as well you've got to have like oh it's such a good feeling anyway yeah, yeah. oh rad so mm. that is collateral and because we're up to nearly an hour let's quickly uh go through tom cruisisms that we did actually kind to cover off uh, running. Yes. There was some good, not a lot of running because they're mostly in a car, but some really good running. Yeah. The main running is definitely his, the hospital scene. Yep. Um, he also does his Tom Cruise laugh. Oh, does he? When he, does, does he? Yeah. It's it's when he talks about, haha, I murdered my dad. Oh, and yeah. Then he yeah, does a Tom Cruise laugh, but it's supposed to be applied to sociopaths, but it just looks like a Tom Cruise laugh. So I'm like, oh my God, is that just Tom Cruise being a sociopath? Oh, no, sociopath. <laughs> well, I think that in this movie, so Christian Bale, who I know you hate with a burning passion, with every 
fiber um, of my fucking being. Look, he's a bit of a twat potentially. I don't know him that well, but I love the movie American Psycho because I think <sighs> it is the funniest films I've ever <sighs> seen in my life. If you watch it as a comedy, it is fucking I, amazing. I, can't, I fucking I can't watch it with me sometime with some, some beers, babe. You will love it. You will laugh so I, hard. I will watch it again if you read the book. I've read it. You've read that fucking book? Yeah, because I have. Worst thing I've ever read. It's. <laughs> Sorry. I read it as a comedy. <laughs> it's supposed to be a, like oh, it's like no. supposed to be about how shitty politics are. I know it's like one of those things where in like hindsight it's sort of wanky to be like, who's worse? Is it the sociopath or is it capitalist pigs? And I'm like, everyone's bad. But I'm a horror nerd, so I was like, oh, this is graphic and horrible and incredibly misogynistic, but a lot of horror is. So eh. But um the movie itself is better than the book, like by a thousand times. Because it's like not as rapey and Oh yeah, really horrible. But also it's a comedy. Like you're supposed to watch it like like it's, if it's it was very anyone, dark. If it was anyone but that fucking piece of shit. Ugh. Yeah, it is it is a weird time. Like, yeah. I, I didn't get that film until I watched it with, with people who were like, you know, it's supposed to be funny. And I was like, what? And I, then I like it blew my mind at how hilarious parts of it were. Mm. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about collateral because we're almost at an yes. hour. But this is the closest because Tom, Christian Bale based his character off Tom Cruise in that film. Still and this makes is me angry. I've seen Tom Cruise act like Christian Bale in American Psycho. Okay. Because he's a sociopath. So I'm, yep. I wonder, I don't know what sort of research, but I mean, like, it was neat because it, it's like, okay, this is what Hollywood sociopath looks like. And yeah. that was really fun for me because I, I do really enjoy American Psycho and, and the cross, that weird crossover there of characters and character motives being that they are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I love, I love that. Anyway, I don't know. Not a, yeah. We'll watch it sometime and we'll talk about it. But yeah. Um, but he does do his Tom Cruise laugh and it comes across as weirdly sociopathic because of the context. And it made me laugh so hard because I'm like there it is I don't think he does an incredulous face because throughout this Tom Cruise does this amazing incredulous face in most of his film but because he's supposed to be stupidly confident in this yeah. because of his de facto sociopath like uh, persona he, he never looks incredulous he just always looks very confident yes. and then annoyed at and all that's times. it yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can so brief really, laugh and that's, that's it, yeah. Yeah, that's all you get from this one. Did you notice any other Tom Cruiseisms? Not really. Like, obviously, there's a few stunts that he would have done. Um, yeah, yeah. But otherwise... <laughs> fucking falling over Look at it. I laughed so hard. I was like, oh, faceplant. There it goes. Get up. There it goes. Speeding out of here. Uh, so good. Um, okay, so not too many in the way of... Tom Cruise-isms. Uh, all right, mm. let's let's rate the movie. And do you think that I've considered for one minute what my rating system will be? No, mine is not. Oh, I'm an asshole, so I'm going to steal yours. I don't okay. know it's going to well, be. Let, uh. why, why don't you do yours, and then I can think of one. <laughs> okay, uh, mine is. I would like to rate this film three office chairs, stumbly <laughs> office chairs, uh, out of five stars. And that's because I'm not going to lie. I find this genre of film, uh, if it isn't noir, it feels close to noir. I find it very. Like, like the slow burn so I, my eyes do get a bit bored but the the beats that were there were really fun especially the action sequences um, but that's sort of what I come to see Tom Cruise for I like watching him doing action man stuff um, so three because there was some solid action sequences and I take two stars off because I, I found it a little bit dull okay to, for me to rate this I love this movie and I don't I, I find it really hard to rate if I if either are two because it's shit or five because I love it I think four maybe four and a half let's do four okay let's do four 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 all right yep four motorola flip phones out of five <laughs> yeah those they're, they're pretty hard of the old motorolas that's fair yeah 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 what what uh what are you taking a star off for i don't know so i was I'm like do it's i give just, it five it's just how you feel like in your core you're just like i just feel like it's a solid four and that's fine yeah. enough like yeah that's I, don't think, system. I don't think there's anything in there that i necessarily think like brings it down i just think i don't know if it could be any better like to make it a five i just think yeah it's a good mm-hmm. solid four nearly a four yeah, and a half yeah. oh neat yeah. neat neat all right cool. well, oh. that is our review of collateral it's a nice long one but you knew that was coming Yay. people don't have anything else to do during this time so i'm sure they're lovely they're excited to listen to us talk about tom cruise like, for a long talking period. about tom cruise <laughs> tick talking about brisbane nightclubs tick <laughs> talking about things they're thirsty before tick we've done it tick. all yeah we've got everything thank goodness yeah <laughs> it's a niche market and we're willing to cover it <laughs> All right, Lauren, uh, once just remind us where to find you on the internet. Oh, if you like lots of dumb, fun stuff, please follow me on Twitter on uh, at Lauren Stardust, 
on Instagram if you like fashion at Lauren Stardust on Facebook at Lauren Stardust where I usually do a lot of my feminist posting uh, it's a good time I'm also trying to learn Japanese at the moment so I'm sorry if a lot of my tweets are in Japanese it, it, you can hit the translate button and, and exactly. try your best gambante 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 that means try your best in Japanese so nice. look at me go yeah yeah well, yeah as per usual you can look me up on tomcaruzreviews.com or my social media is tomcaruzreviews on Instagram and tomcaruzreview no s on Twitter and that's a wrap for this week uh, I hope you're all surviving quarantine stuck at home times and doing your best and uh, we'll catch you next time bye bye